why it's too late to secure the 2018 midterm elections from hacking, Anthem's data breach settlement, and a cautionary tale on ransomware. These stories and more in this week's ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Nick Holland. Despite warnings of continued Russian interference and red lights still flashing from as far up the ladder as Director of National Intelligence Dan Coates, it appears that not enough has been done to protect the integrity of the upcoming 2018 midterm elections. In fact, in the words of Facebook's ex-CSO, that ship has sailed. Here's ISMG's executive editor of Data Breach Today and Europe, Matt Schwartz, with the details. With less than three months to go until the U.S. midterm elections, you could be forgiven for wondering whether a raft of still-in-progress federal government proposals for securing the November 6th elections might be too little too late. It's also unclear if they might be sufficient to counter coordinated information warfare campaigns or repeat probes by foreign nations of states' electoral systems. At stake in the midterms is control of Congress, which could potentially swing from Republican to Democrat. But in the bigger picture, the integrity of the nation's democratic institutions is also at stake. So what can be done? For 2018, unfortunately, it's too late. That's the blunt assessment of Alex Stamos, who until recently served as the chief security officer at Facebook, where he was responsible in part for battling nation-state attacks. His exit, in fact, appears to have been predicated by what he saw as Facebook's anemic response to Russian information warfare campaigns. That followed his exit from Yahoo, where as CSO, he had urged the company's senior management team to more forcefully investigate apparent intrusions that later traced to Russia. Now, Stamos says the federal government must get its act together. Otherwise, he says, the U.S. risks allowing its elections to become the World Cup of information warfare, in which U.S. adversaries and allies battle to impose their various interests on the American electorate. In a blog for news site Lawfare, Stamos lays out four must-have components of an effective response to securing the U.S. electoral system. First, he says Congress needs to set legal standards that address online disinformation and to regulate not just what social networks are doing, but also the massive online advertising industry, which has so far been largely overlooked. Second, Stamos advocates creating a new national cybersecurity agency that's charged solely with defense. Germany and France, which have such agencies, have arguably been much more effective at combating information warfare campaigns and attempts to hack their electoral systems. Third, all 50 states must bolster their election security. Finally, the federal government must rapidly investigate all attempts to attack election systems or integrity and, Stamos says, use all of the online tools and attack capabilities it possesses in response. Clearly, these are big-picture rethinks of how the U.S. government might approach election security. To date, none of these measures are in place, and some require action by Congress. Failing that, however, it would be left to U.S. citizens and whether or not they might vote in lawmakers who pledge allegiance to ensuring the integrity and trustworthiness of the nation's electoral system. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Matthew Schwartz. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. 
while a federal judge has approved a $115 million settlement in the 2015 Anthem data breach, most victims won't see any money. Here's ISMG's managing editor, security and technology, Jeremy Kirk, with more. A federal judge in California has given final approval to a $115 million settlement involving health insurer Anthem over its 2015 data breach. The settlement is the largest ever reached in a data breach-related class action suit, but most victims will see no money. The suit has been winding its way through federal court in San Jose since mid-2015. Anthem, which was formerly known as WellPoint, disclosed in February that year that attackers gained access to a corporate database stealing more than 79 million records related to patients and employees. The data has never publicly surfaced. But last year, a Chinese man was arrested by U.S. authorities for allegedly distributing a type of malware that was used in the Anthem attack, as well as one against the U.S. Office of Personnel Management. One of the tricky parts of data breach lawsuits is trying to determine the damage to victims. An expert witness for the plaintiffs calculated the damage at $10 per person, while Anthem's expert put the cost at $4 per person. U.S. District Judge Lucy Coe wrote that the damages sought by the plaintiffs if the case were to go to trial would have tallied to $792 million. The settlement gives the plaintiffs 14.5% of what they would have sought, which she wrote resembles other similar cases. Most of the settlement fund will be used to pay for two more years of credit monitoring and fraud resolution services for victims. $15 million is reserved for cash reimbursements for those who paid for security-related monitoring on their own. The three people in the class objected to the value of credit monitoring. The people contended it was of little value, ironically because they'd received free credit monitoring due to the data breach last year at credit bureau Equifax. In and of itself, the Anthem class action settlement is believed to be the largest on record. But for other companies hit with significant data breaches, the costs extend far beyond just consumer class action lawsuits. Breach costs can also include incident response, mitigation, ongoing investigations, and cleanup. By the end of last year, for example, Equifax reported that it faced $439 million in costs, a quarter of which was covered by cybersecurity insurance. For a breach company, the bills just keep coming. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Jeremy Kirk. Finally, I spoke this week with Aviva Lytan, Vice President and Distinguished Analyst at Gartner Research, about the recent spate of ransomware attacks and what can be done to protect from them. She shared a rather disturbing tale of when backups go bad. Here's Aviva. Nick, we are seeing ransomware attacks continue to proliferate. So while the new strains are leveling off, ransomware attacks overall are going up. They've gone up about 100% since about two years ago. And our clients that get hit are taken by surprise. And it's obviously not a good surprise. And they call us asking questions from what do we do and how do we pay? So they're completely caught off guard and they're not able to cope very well because they've just lost all their data and they're not sure if they should pay, not pay, and if they do pay, how to pay. So what we try to tell them is, well, first of all, definitely practice good security hygiene and put in place good protection, good detection so this doesn't happen to you in the first place. And secondly, make sure you continuously back up all your files and test those files to make sure they're there. I just had a client that was hit with ransomware 
paid the $12,000 that was demanded with the help of his IT staff, and then he had outsourced that, and then found out that the company he used for backup could not bring back those files. I'm still trying to get to the bottom of that, but he was told that it's too dangerous for them to touch those backup files. Uh, so this business, it's a small business, they lost the eight most recent months of their backups, and it's essentially impossible to run the business. He may just finish and hurry up and liquidate his business at this point, which he was planning to gradually do. So it was a real trauma, but the bottom line is we advise our clients to practice good security hygiene and also to back up the files, but it's important that you test those backups. Uh, and that you have a very solid agreement with your backup provider if you use a third party because you want to avoid what just happened to one of our clients. That's it for this week's ISMG Security Report. Theme music is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Nick Holland. Catch you next time.